Hello and a very warm welcome to all of you around the globe from me this is Time Out with Usama and I'm Usama Bin Farooq I hope that you are safe from the covid-19 pandemic or in good health Today I'll be talking about a thing that has been haunting me for a week almost in fact it's been haunting the world for a week or so and that is the heinous murder of George Floyd Now there are many aspects to that murder there are many things which to talk about but I have narrowed it down with three things which i basically talk about to you the number one is the systemic racism in america the number two is racism in asia or in asian families and the number three is the broken policing system of america let me start with the systemic racism point and explain it to you the best way i can to explain let's say that we have two kids one named jamal which is an african american and another kevin which is a white american Now Jamal and Kevin live only a few blocks away from each other. Jamal goes to a public school which is funded by the taxes of property. But Jamal's school is overcrowded, does not have access to the best teachers or the extracurricular activities. Kevin also goes to a school, public school which is funded by the taxes of the houses or the property taxes. But his school does not only have better co-curricular activities has the better teaching and he has a better chance of getting a getting good grades or getting a good education or more up to date education now why is that to explain that or discuss that let us go through back in time to the 1965 when there was a bill or a policy passed on this redlining now redlining as the name suggests is basically redlining the few areas on the map of the city which the government or the investment bankers or the uh, authorities think that is not good for investment is not financially independent or is not good for financial stability so if you have a house in a redlining area and you go to a bank and ask for them loan there is more than 50% chances of them declining it because you are in a neighborhood which is not supported by any financial investment which has not more opportunity for earning wealth which is not a good neighborhood or a good place or a upcoming place as compared to its financial value or its economic value now the problem was that due to this redlining when a black family went to the loan for his automobile or went to the bank for the loan of house they were more likely than not rejected There was a study which uh, conducted in 2017 which showed that redlining is still affecting many neighborhoods. So although it was passed in 1965 and was used back then, still in 2000 as late as 2017 it was affecting people living in those areas. Number two, a study in 1980 by the Atlantas found that banks were more likely to give loans to white people as compared to black people. So as a result of this for every 100 dollars a white family owns in comparison the black family only owns about 5 dollars and 4 cents so there is a massive wage gap massive money gap there also let's say that jamal somehow topped his class in the public school and went to the same university as kevin let's say mit for example in the same course and passed out from mit with the same gpa again there is an M- impartial bias or there is an r- systemic racism to be considered here 
Now, a study in 2018 showed that resumes with white names were twice more likely to be called back for interviews or to be called for interviews as compared to the resumes with black name. Despite Jamal having the same GPA, having gotten the same education from the same university in the same field, his chances of getting a call back for an interview for 50% less than Kevin just on the basis of his color of his skin. So I hope this is what systemic racism basically is. And in the end, it's really not just an institute or a president or an authority you can put it on. It's not just the police. It's not the judicial system. It's not just one party or one state. Basically, the problem with the systemic racism is everyone is involved. And therefore, to solve it, everyone should play his part. Now, you will heard about, you would have heard about different prejudices, prejudices for example, uh, Asians can't drive or women can't drive or Mexicans eat spicy foods or Filipinos are fishermen so these prejudices basically once incorporated in your mind make a permanent space there and this prejudice is what is haunting America even today in this modern age and even in 2020 so it's it has a long history and that long history and a long pathway that it has trodden down the slavery road and the systemic racism road which is still there so this is one of the important aspects that many people either ignore or forget while discussing the george flood murder for the second thing which i was more likely to talk about is racism in asia or how the asians respond or how the asians are affected so the second thing which i would like to talk about is the racism in asia or basically the asian background to this and the Asian response for a week in my own country Pakistan and also around the other Asian countries there has been large protest for George flood there have been posts on Twitter as well as Facebook and on every social media platform in support of Black Lives Matter which is very well and good to see but the problem is we are okay with Black Lives Matter we are okay with you know no 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 racism and no place for color based racism as long as it's outside our home and that's where it haunts us you will see asians posting today that black lives matter and george flood was an important part and i can't breathe and all of that which is very correct but here in asian countries you have your celebrities you have your uh, entrepreneurs you have actresses going on and doing ads for skin whitening creams or you know uh, for uh, fair, uh, fairer skin creams so here it is thought that if you have a bright skin or if you have a fair skin then you are more confident then you can go around your life more comfortably as compared to a dark skin so having a dark skin in Asian homes or in Asian background is considered something of not being worthy of self-confidence or not being worthy of achieving everything I mean the ad suggests so so there is a very big and very incorporated problems in the Asian families there have you know you know what we call black people here in Asia with them we call them Kala or Kale and that's not in a good way it's certainly not in a good way that is basically pretty fucked up and that is according to me is degradatory and defamatory to the black pupils or people with dark skins now, what I'm amazed as is the Asians which 
praised Barack Obama for being the first black American president, which have read book of Michelle Obama and supported him for being the first black lady. Also, we also support Travis Scott. We support Michael Jordan. We support Usain Bolt. We have their posters all around the countries. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing that we don't differentiate between them. But again, as I said, that it's only good because it's outside our homes. If a black person walks into our homes and asks to marry our sister or to marry our daughters or to take them on a date, <laughs> we would call the cops immediately. And that's a problem. We do not want a black person to marry our sisters. We do not want a black person to marry our daughters just because he's black. Similarly, we will reject. We will reject the relationship. We will reject a girl just on the basis of his or skin color. We don't even care how much he has studied, how greatly she has acquired knowledge, how great. Her skills are how great her profession is. If she is black, there is more often than not chances of rejecting the relation or rejecting him her solely on the basis of her color of the skin. So, despite all that, our religion teaches us that do not judge people on the basis of their color and do not differentiate or discriminate between people on the basis of their caste, creed, and that's all correct. And basically, we don't on Facebook. We don't on Twitter. We don't, but it is incorporated so much in our homes and in our societies that as soon as we see a dark person, man, we instantly call him "Oi Kale" or "Oi Kalu," and that is really, really derogatory or defamatory term. So I think we need to do a lot more than to put <laughs> statuses of Black Lives Matter on Twitter and Facebook. We need to eradicate that concept that. Has been in our families, running in our societies, incorporated in our societies for years now. So that was the second part. And now the last thing which I would like to touch upon before ending this podcast of George Floyd and racism is the policing system or the broken policing system, as I should say, of America. There was a recent report which suggested that American cops were trained eight hours in training in. Con- in Eight hours of training in conflict de-escalation and 129 hours training of weapons and fighting. So that's like a civil airliner pilot being trained 95% of the time in emergency landing and only 5% of the time in normal landing and other procedures. Now basically, there are many things which protect the policemen and help them to get away with murders such as of George Floyd. But I will only list the common ones or the basic ones. Number one is qualified immunity. Now the qualified immunity in simple words say that if a policeman did not violate any clearly established right, then he is free or he should be free. Now to have a now the important word is a clearly established right. To have a right clearly established, it has to be occurred before or it has to be present in the records before. So it's like going to your first job and asking for previous experiences. So this paradox never gets solved. You can't get a right clearly established because it is not in the records before. And since it's not in the record before, then the policeman, according to the qualified immunity, would not be uh, persecuted on this basis. Second is confidential police records. Now the data of the policeman is not available to the general public, or is not available online, or is not available to any. Is not present on any platform. 
also there more often than not there has been reports that the data of a policeman is cleared after every 2 months or 60 days so let's say if i am a policeman and i did something against the rules i have been reported for that after 60 days or perhaps 2 months of that my record will be wiped out and then i will be as good as clean as a milk again number th- third thing which protects the policemen are the unions now unions basically make sure that the there are paid leaps to cops who kill they make it impossible to investigate anonymous claims and thirdly they protect the identity of violent officers uh, as i said that the record is vanished after every 60 days of most policemen who violate the officers or most of the policemen who are violent officers and number 4 is the law enforcement officer bill of rights so these four things make it virtually impossible for a policeman in america to be charged with anything there was a case where a 12 year old boy was shot in the leg by the policeman and when the case went to the jury the policeman said that he was actually aiming for a dog and somehow the bullet missed the dog and hit the boy in the leg as there was no previous case of any officer aiming for or shooting at the dog and missing it and instead hitting a boy or hitting a person in the leg therefore the qualified immunity stated that there is no clearly established right here and the policeman was set free so that's where the qualified immunity makes trouble so if the policing system of america has to be made better than this and if we hope that there should not be any more cases like george floyd in the future the qualified immunity bill has to end right now so that's it for the today's podcast i really hope that you liked it and if you do like it then do share it with your family and friend and i will be back next week with a new topic and a new podcast so goodbye and stay safe stay home stay healthy